0: The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Raptors Hoop Ball Podcast. I am here today with Kieran Smythe.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: And Ben Harrison.
1: How's it going, folks?
0: And I am Brendan Hodgins. Uh, if you're looking to follow us here on the podcast, you can follow us at Ball Raptors. That's on both Twitter and Instagram. And Ben, do you want to tell the fine folks how they can follow you?
2: Yes, the fine folks can follow me at Benny and the Raps. It's the same handle on Twitter
0: and Instagram kieran where can the people find you on the interwebs
1: on instagram at k dilla 1981 and on twitter at k underscore dilla
0: and you can find me on twitter at brendan Hodgins. that's at brendan Hodgins on twitter also if you have a moment please head on down to hoop ball.com that's hoop ball.com for all your basketball needs Pretty much, if you're looking for DFS, season-long fantasy, although you're probably finished that by now, uh, or any wagering kind of advice that you're looking for, it's all there at hoop-ball.com. Well, if you wanted to know what a tanking team looks like, this is what a tanking team looks like. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Raptors went out there with, I think, their 48th lineup of the season or whatever we're at at this point. (laughs) Um, and I think the only guy that was on it that started in the last 10 games was essentially Kem Birch. We don't count Stanley Johnson here. Yeah, yeah. But... The one thing, it was kind of a weird sensation watching a team like this play because everybody played pretty even minutes and everybody had pretty even scoring. When we're used to like Fred Van Fleet going out there scoring or playing 48 minutes and scoring, you know, 30 points and then Siakam scoring 30 points and the rest of the team essentially, you know, dividing it amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben, when you take a look at this game, did you see anything that's really worth taking away from it or is this just true? Like we're in development mode. Let's see what we got. Oh,
2: definitely development mode. Yeah. Um, even Nick nurse said it before the game, um, that the, that, uh, the minutes were going to kind of play out the way he said they did. Um, Yeah, he said it was finally uh, the time that they were going to give the young guys like a real full game experience, you know, from start to finish and put it all on their shoulders, and that's what we got. Um, Everyone got their extended play. They got a chance to make mistakes. Um, You know, we did learn some things, and we'll probably get into it a little bit more. Uh, But, yeah, you said, like, this is what a tanking team looks like. It's, um, like, this is what Oklahoma gets to look forward to for the next five years. So I feel grateful to be a Raptors fan that we're only doing this for a few weeks. Um, What did I see? Yeah, definitely, like, we um, definitely a full tank. We didn't have a single player on the positive side of the plus minus. Uh, We got waxed on the glass, 49 to 35. And uh, my only other real takeaway was that I'm not taking this Clippers team too seriously as a threat uh, for the Larry O'B. Um, they just didn't look that good to me. Like we just saw Utah in here, I thought they looked a lot more serious. And um, looking at their lineup, like against us, Nicholas Batum was their top man off the bench. You know, I don't, I don't know how far you're going with that as in your rotation, but um, we'll see what happens.
0: Kieran. Uh... Good news. Neither of the big man took a three point shot here.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey. There, there was a um, a couple times in the third quarter, I uh, I noticed Birch was starting to go out to the perimeter. So you know <laughs> the ball get moved around, and instead of being there fighting for offensive rebounds, he was literally out in the corner waiting for his one. I think he's just looking for the one now. Right, you give him that one, he'll go back down low maybe, but. Um, only a few plays uh, overall uh, he, he had a kind of slow rebounding night actually in general but I'm pretty sure it was what uh, most of his were uh, offensive once again well, not once again but you know he's still in the trend of getting a lot three offensive rebounds one defensive and then Gillespie with four offensive rebounds and three defensive rebounds so like I said man these guys really crashed those offensive boards uh, so it's good to still see that um, Stanley Johnson actually didn't have a horrible game you know so we'll give him a little bit of credit but uh, and he was guarding Kawhi and Paul George for most of the time so uh, so a little hats off to him. Um, no turnovers for uh, Flynn which is nice to see. Um, but then we had uh, Harris who had a pretty respectable game was actually converting and things like that but he had five of our 13. Bembry with another four, so those are a little, little troubling. But again, you know, he's he's still just getting his feet wet in the lineup. Um, I still like a lot of the things I'm seeing from him. Um Gary Trent, not really uh hasn't really bounced back too much since coming back. Um, just hasn't really found the stroke from deep. Uh, I think he's got a sort of I think we need to see him step up the aggressiveness a little bit. Um, that's something Norm Powell picked up after a little while and uh showed signs of it for a bit but when he really sort of believed in himself a bit more uh he started to get more fouls drawn and open up the floor for him so i think we need to see the same thing from trent he's just uh settling for shots and you know that isolation ball we're not getting too many assists right so um you know it's like you said is what you expect to see at this point in the game where literally every you know all of our best players are sitting so uh but it's good to see these minutes from these guys and uh, we'll finish off the season that way and, you know, get hopefully whatever info we can heading into this off season. So, uh, you know, it's not a fun game to watch, but there's still lots of pros because we get to see these guys for all that extra time.
0: Yeah, on that note, it was uh, it was good to see Boucher back. Uh, he didn't you know, he uh, he was obviously rusty. You know, five, fifteen. Like he took a lot of shots, considering Mm -hmm. it was his first game back. But uh, he didn't. uh, He didn't look any worse for wear, as far as you know, the effort that was out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, it's one of those things where you know, you want to see him kind of play out the end of the season here and see what he has as well because, you you know, with the center position and, you're, you know, he's likely moving kind of more to the four than to the five. Mm-hmm. But that is another area where, you know, they might want to look into picking up guys or addressing the draft, right, to make it a little bit more uh, depth. So you want to see what you have with Boucher. Um, as far as uh, Trent, as you were just talking there, it does seem like he benefits from, like you said, starting, but starting with like a Lowry or a Fred Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that he's not stuck, you know, doing... Because he, given given the opportunity, yeah, he's going to play that Portland-style ball. Like, he's just going to go and try to, you know, fade away and create as many shots on his own. But if he can kind of do that more Powell, where, you know, Powell was very good at sneaking into the corners and then, uh, you know, getting that wide-open three. Yeah. And then if it wasn't available, like, crashing down the uh, the baseline, right? So, uh, Ben... Speaking of, you know, uh, the rookies and Trent and stuff along those lines, was mm-hmm. there, uh, you know, Harris you know had a bit of a rough game in some aspects, but Flynn also had a bit of a rough game in other aspects. They kind of just went yeah. in different directions there. Was there something that you wanted to talk about between those two? Well,
2: um, for a guy that's really only had a cup of coffee so far, I think Jalen Harris actually looks pretty darn good. Um, like, he looks really comfortable out there. Um, unlike Malachi, who looks kind of like, he looks really raw. He looks like a guy who has a ton of talent but still needs to learn the pro game. You know, he's kind of frantic out there at times. So I think Harris is kind of the opposite. Like, he just, he looks really poised. He looks like he's settled in. Like, he's not uh, moving too fast or trying to do too much. And... Um, Yeah, he just looks, like, a lot more comfortable. Like, he doesn't have probably the natural ability, and he's not going to jump off the page with his size or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I just like how poised he is out there. Like, he just looks like he belongs. I wouldn't know he's a rookie, you know, if he didn't tell me. And with Malachi Flynn, I really can. Um, Yeah, other than that, um, just going back to Boucher, the only thing I didn't like about him was uh, his shot profile last night. You know, it's his first time back in two weeks, and he took – Nine of his shots were three pointers, you know. So typically, when a guy's coming back, you'd think he'd try and get some of those easy looks around the rim rather than just trying to shoot the deep ball and solve all his problems. But so I would have liked a little different uh, approach from him last night. I didn't really notice him actually all that much besides the uh, chucking it up. So
1: Boucher, mm-hmm. I find, has always had that sort of streak in him. I remember back when we just got him and he was just playing you know a few minutes a game he would always make sure to put up you know at least one if not a couple threes you know he wasn't he didn't notice him doing much else he would always look for those threes and even if it's just he's covered he's deep he's just like well i'm gonna try this three and he you know did it at a decent clip that's why you kind of people were rooting for him too being from montreal and um you know he was that's why he earned his spot and everything so he did hit them and things but this doesn't make them great shots and doesn't mean we should you know always be relying on that clearly so um it doesn't surprise me that he jumps right back to that but uh, no i absolutely agree he needs to spread it out a little bit when the shot's not falling you know get a few baskets break it to the net get to the line and uh you know things will open up for him but you got to cut him some slack he's been out for a bit so um you know people are gonna make mistakes
2: you yeah, gotta love Nick Nurse too. Minutes. I just noticed uh, he played 38 minutes, like by yeah. far the most on the team. It's mm-hmm. Just <laughs> you gotta push him. Yeah,
0: and that's one of the things. Yeah, he's got the freshest legs, and you know you want to. If if you're gonna be rusty, you might as well do it all in one game.
1: You got the freshest legs, but the legs coming off of what a MCL sprain or something. Uh, yeah, that's so. Fair. I mean, yeah. yeah, fresh, but
0: the freshest gimpy legs.
1: Yeah, exactly. Fresh <laughs> asterisk. <laughs>
0: um. One thing that was still good to see, though, was the the, the big guys didn't really suffer in this game at all. Um, I think everybody, you know, suffered as far as their plus-minus goes. But uh, as far as the rest of their performance, both, you know, Freddie and Birch shot pretty well and still managed mm-hmm. to, you know, do play their roles mm-hmm. as far as getting into the rebounds. They hit all their free throws when they were—they didn't have too many of them. But still, uh, that's been a thing that's been hurting the Raptors, missed free throws. Uh, And like I said, they didn't take any of the three-pointers there. Also, um, it was just another one of those nights where I was watching a few different times. It doesn't seem to matter what's happening. Gillespie is always moving or trying to set the screen.
1: Yeah,
0: He's either moving towards the net, and if he notices when he goes to the net and the ball doesn't follow him, he goes back out to set a screen. Mm -hmm. And then if he thinks someone's going to shoot, he runs towards the net. It's... Uh, kind of like what they say that like you know Steph Curry the hardest part about guarding him is when he's not on the ball mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right he's always moving and that's kind of what you want to see from some guys it's like obviously it's a totally different profile and you don't have to be guarding Freddie the whole time but if he's always moving you still have to account for what he's what he's doing
1: well and then it's going to lead to a bunch of switches and things right and that's when we yeah. get our mismatches or someone open in the corner um but yeah, he does that weak side too. If you know, if the um, if the ball goes the other way, he'll run over and set a pick for the other the other guard on the far side. And uh, he definitely always always does that. It was a really good game for him actually. Like just yeah. solid. That's you know what you expect. If you can give us that every night, you know we'll take it. Shot. You know. Yeah, and he had the uh, the block of the season too on uh, mm. Boogie Cousins. Did mm. you see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, it was uh, no a solid night. And Birch too, not, um, you know, 5 for 7, so he was hitting his shots. So when it gets to that point, it's like, well, why aren't we, you know, like, let him miss, you know? These guys are going 2 for 9 from 3 and 1 for 7 yeah. from 3. He's 5 for 7. Let him go, you know, 15 for 21 or something. I like, I don't understand why, you know, if that's working, you know, keep doing it, and then you'll get some open threes if they're like, okay, we need to double-team Kem Birch for some reason. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's kind of frustrating to see that. But, you know, that's that's who we are. We live and die by the three. We've said that before. And uh, don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon. So, you know.
2: Yeah, lost. but you'd like to see uh, Malachi take a page out of, like, like you see what Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet do now that we have the uh, the benefit of having Ken Birch. Like, all, all games, they just yeah. dish it to him inside the post because it's easier than taking a three, right?
1: Yeah, and, I mean, five for seven, that's probably even a little high for um, attempts from him in general. It's just... There's nobody like you know the rest of the offense isn't there, so there's no one else picking up the slack and taking the other shots
0: or making them so um with the percentage that the Raptors shot here too, especially from three, um some of those are like rebounded putbacks, right
1: true, yeah, well, I mean, you got three and uh yeah Gillespie's two probably right, four offensive yeah. rebounds, so and that's uh, that's fair enough. Um, but all the more reason that why aren't we feeding this guy the ball? Exactly. Like he, he's got that inside the key shot down, uh, and then you know, Flynn had four. Re, uh, I'm sorry, assists, which is you know respectable. But I mean, if you're you're running the show here, we don't have our big assist guys. Fred's not here to give us 13, or you know, even just closer to to 10. So um, four is not bad. But when we don't have anybody else really to help you with that, we really need him to sort of. You know, start cutting, getting people open, and uh, but again, I guess we got to hit shots. We probably
0: yeah. To that note, like yeah, obviously we have to hit the shots. But do you really think Gary Trent juniors all of his misses were off passes? No, no, of course not. No, especially (laughs) last night. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I was actually kind of laughing because you said it. uh, I was saying that there's not going to be another Kobe, and then you said, "Well, hey, we got Gary Trent." And then last night, I was like, "Yeah, he definitely looked like uh, that's who he was going for," you know. He is kind of a throwback, and I do like that because it's a uh, like a different dynamic for our team. You know, having some guy who can work the mid range, which is yeah, just very rare now. But um, when it's going like last night and he can't hit anything, then it's a bit of a different story. But Mm
0: -hmm. well, that's but that's the thing, right? If there's nobody, if they don't, if the defense doesn't have to worry about the guys on the perimeter hitting their threes, him going into the mid range, he's gonna go right into two guys, and then he's gonna do a fadeaway as opposed to like actually having a little bit of space to make shots because they have to, you know, the help has to make sure they're in the right spot. But in those situations, like to what Kieran was saying, there's probably once or twice where he was, you know, say 20 feet from the net going in, pulled up and took a shot where he could have bounced past inside to either Gillespie or Birch and they would have had a better chance.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember there was one I specifically in the third quarter that I really, really didn't like where like there was pretty much two guys on him on the perimeter, and he just kind of did another one of those spin around, fire the three rather than looking for anybody. But, I mean, when there's nobody on the floor, he's probably he's the type of player who's going to take advantage and shoot all night. But Even though 16 is lower than we've seen from him in some of the games, 16 attempts. But
0: Yeah, didn't he have 25 not that long ago?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: he did. Yeah, but he probably scored, got, you know, 40 yeah. points that game. It. Or maybe it a yeah. Washington game or something, but... Um, you know, yeah. When he's when he's on, he's on, right? It's just when he's not, I don't know. A lot of, I mean, everyone's guilty of that. But him, Boucher, in this game, both would couldn't have hurt taking a few less threes. You know, especially when some of those, you know, it's not like they were all wide open threes. If they were, I wouldn't be saying that. You, if it's a good three, you know, you're a three point shooter, you're going to take it. But you know, if you're just going to pull up like that, then you got to really, you know, move the well, ball around, cut get some other people open and then you can probably after that you know the defense will be a little shuffled up hopefully you can find an open spot in the three and take it but
0: this was one of those games however where like there was one lead change and it was from when it went from zero to two for the glippers (laughs) (laughs) The, the Raptors were behind by like 15 points for the majority of this game
2: yeah no kidding, yeah. Like I said, yeah, nobody was uh even close to being on the positive side of uh the plus minus. It was so pretty ugly. Jacking but... up threes. Yeah, but again, like I said, that's why we're consider ourselves fortunate. We're only putting up with this for whatever, a few weeks rather than a few a few seasons, so
0: yeah, and well, hopefully you know the the you know assuming Masai gets resigned and starts to like kick, you know do the wave rebuild as opposed to the window rebuild that'll be good. Mm-hmm. That'll be good to see. Uh, on a positive note, I think it was today or yesterday it was the anniversary of the shot by Kawhi and uh, against Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, today the twelfth.
0: Yep, the big shot. four bouncer.
1: Yeah. yeah, if you're a Raptors yeah. fan, you should know where you were when that shot went down.
0: I was hung over, <laughs> but I was watching the game. I was sitting on the couch, uh, and I remember just thinking, watching, because it was, uh, I think, Gasol inbounded. And it was right at Jimmy Butler had just hit a, uh, a layup to tie it. And mm-hmm. I think Kawhi had just missed a free throw. And I was sitting there. Just yelling at my TV, like going overtime. And they're gonna yeah, lose in overtime. Yeah. They always lose in overtime. <laughs> this is how it always happens. I'm like, no, it can't happen. And then that happened. Kwai gets the ball and he goes around the corner and I stand up just ever so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> and Dana was beside me and she's like, What are you? And then I started screaming a lot. So she figured out what happened. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, like that that's uh that's what made that shot so unique was like how much time like real time there was between when he released it and the time it went through the mesh. Mm -hmm. Like there was a lot of time to consider what was happening. You know, I was at a pack sports by myself and the whole place had been going crazy up until then. And then for whatever it was, three, four seconds, you could hear a pin drop and then the place just erupts. Everyone's hugging and kissing. It was, I think that and Sidney Crosby's golden goal are like the two moments that like, you absolutely remember where you were and you'll never forget. Yeah. Quiet
0: time to sit down.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah like he Aaron was there and watched
0: yeah. it. He got a
1: seat, in front row. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, like there's that iconic photo, right, where like the whole building is just stopped watching it. Like, uh, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, that was such a that that was the moment that I don't know how you have that moment in a season, win a championship after that, and decide to leave and go somewhere right. else. You know, I don't get that at all. That was yeah, like that's how they script movies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah <laughs> exactly. You couldn't write something better than that. And uh, oh man, it just would have been. Like That that could have been, I think, still, even, you know, even if they were to somehow win this year, I still don't think, like, looking back, I think it would have been a, a better story to stay in Toronto, win, you know, two years, whatever happens, potentially, yeah. and then leave. Um, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But uh, it merely makes you think. But that was that moment where I was like, nah, this guy, how do you leave that? You know, you win and that happens. How? And I guess you just really want to go home. Well, you... Um you lucky guys got to go to one of the finals games, didn't you? What was that like? Oh, that was, that was wild. Good. We went to the, uh, the the game Obama went to in Toronto. Yeah. Game two, yeah. Oh, you saw Barry. Cool. Yeah, we saw the vicinity there he was in. He was on the side. <laughs> yeah, here. you
0: could kind of see him, but he was uh, he was on the side, and we were uh, underneath one of the nets. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, crazy game. It came down to a missed three-point by uh, Danny Green.
1: Yeah, yeah, Danny Green. Disappointment. Yeah. Um, Must we had this lady scene. who was just screaming at everything that happened, like I the refs, forgot
0: about her
1: just going absolutely <laughs> like swearing we, had, we were beside us, we had this uh mother and her child, and you know it was obviously people everywhere, but she was screaming, swearing at literally every place, so even if <laughs> you if the call one against us, they'd show it up on the screen, and it was clearly a foul. She was swearing and yelling that the refs are this now like she had to get she got spoken to at some point and i don't think she oh, was really? taken out but yeah they're just a lunatic who's going absolutely wild the entire time until i think someone they came and spoke to her but uh it's i hadn't seen something like that at a live sporting event in a long <laughs> time it was hilarious though she was really funny but at some points okay lady like that's a foul you know what i mean that's fine they're allowed to call those against us as long as it's good um yeah that's good that's well, funny that for about point, a quarter and a half yeah exactly right and it's like, okay let us enjoy this game um but yeah thankfully it, it's it stopped but uh, yeah no the atmosphere was amazing we drove down uh that day came back uh that night so it was a long night but uh yeah totally worked
0: you it. It slept was, from pretty much mississauga <laughs> that,
1: it <was> a long <laughs> night wild <laughs> dreams um yeah, I know, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it was kind it's a once-in-a-lifetime for sure. Yeah, we sort of decided it like, you know, the week prior or something at, when uh, Brendan was in at Quinn's. it was the Quinn's. day before. Yeah, it was, it was very short notice. Like, if you want to yeah. go, let's go. Like, all right, let's do it. And, uh, yeah, no, it was good. But, Sp- you know, all the more so you know, we ended up winning the series and everything. So, you know, we went to the, the finals when we won and got to see the only loss. So <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> that's no, it went fun. to six games, didn't they? They lost two,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so oh, that's yeah, right. That, they, that was the uh, only one.
0: They won that was the one, only moment that could have made it two. They lost game five and they won five. Game oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that was the only they... moment
2: could have made it better. Kyle Lowry, um, had the shot to win it in, in Toronto at the end of game yeah, five, but Draymond Green got it, just got his pinky on it,
0: yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, that was the funny thing. The of the final, like the final run for the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and the um, the finals was after the first two games in uh, Milwaukee. The Raptors didn't lose a game on the road.
1: Oh yeah, nice. That was such a that that too. You know, being down like that against Milwaukee of all teams, being ruled out basically and then you just yeah. come back and win you go to philly do that you go on to win oh, it yeah. how do you leave a team like that
0: <laughs> i had uh, to go.
2: i had all these bets down like from before the season that the that the raptors would win the championship you know as soon as they got Kawhi, I started mm-hmm. betting and um and then when they went down to two to zero to milwaukee everyone was like you said uh writing them off and i was like screw that i'll double down because the odds had doubled i think oh, i got nice. like 20 to 1. yeah it was a nice uh so that just added to the championship you know i had a nice <laughs> yeah, payday yeah. as well or Ben <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no
0: that's so, wild yeah well hopefully you know they're uh, on their way to building a new championship squad here um yeah maybe get that that uh, that lottery pick and see where we go for next season there's always a chance Kawhi comes back and then uh, we'll see if you're still stalty about it.
1: <laughs> I mean if he wins He's restricted and then comes agent. back then you know and then we win again. That could be an okay story, but I don't know, man. He's gonna it's gonna be tough to win some people over.
0: Well himself, if he loses included. there and then comes back and wins here, that'd be something. <laughs>
1: That'd be, yeah, that'd be a humbling thing because we're not going to let him just walk back, you know, I mean, you bow down, you know, we rescind our offer of free food in Toronto for life and all that stuff, but, uh, that guy's going to take the cactus back. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you know, uh, looking, there's a couple of games left in the season and they don't mean much, but we'll still talk about them because there's going to be, you know, development things to go over. I see how the guys uh, do.
1: The uh, I think we, uh, my buddy Benny was telling me, we uh, we officially clinch seventh and can't, like that's where we're stuck tomorrow if we lose, Is it the Bulls tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, so if we lose to the Bulls, it's official. Right now I think, I guess we could probably still move, I'm assuming to eighth maybe. Um, or yeah, I don't know who, who we're really close to didn't see that but uh, if we lose tomorrow That's it we're locked so
0: yeah Well, I'm not sure if it's like the Bulls can lose two games in a row and if we win two games in a row Then we pass them or if it's the you know the Kings right, but I think the Kings are like almost in the play in the West So
1: yeah, I think if, if anything especially because it's it's the Bulls, right? So if we make a full game swing as opposed to so if it goes the other way and we lose yeah, and the Bulls it makes sense
0: because they actually have a chance at the play-in still. I think it's pretty minuscule, but they still have a chance.
1: Yeah, well, well, we'll see how they f- fare against the Toronto Raptors G League team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the OKC affiliate team we got going on. Yeah,
1: here. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, anyways, we'll be getting at everybody with news and notes on those games there. And if anything else happens, uh, next week we should hopefully have a little bit more information on what's going on with Masai Ujiri as the uh, Tenenbaum has come out to say that they're going to start negotiations. Uh, As Ben posted, uh, we believe the negotiations are going to look more uh, kind of one-sided. But (laughs) it uh, should be interesting anyways, and hopefully we'll have some good news for everybody in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, let's offer him some of
2: those free uh, meals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly.
2: Yeah, I like that. Uh,
0: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in here. And always, uh, Ben, thank you very much for joining me.
1: You as well. Take care.
0: You as well. Kieran, thank you as well.
1: Yes, sir. I'll see you guys later.
0: I'll see you in a couple of days. And as always, we love you, B, and have a great rest of your week, everyone. Bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.